This is a HeadGum Podcast. Before we start today's episode, Aaron and I would like to talk to you about a wonderful sponsor we have. They're near and dear to our heart. Athletic Greens is sponsoring the show today. And God, let me tell you guys, Aaron and I love Athletic Greens. I take it every day, literally every day, part of my program, and I'm happy to be doing it. I feel cool. I feel healthy. <laughs> I, you know, I, I, I bring that up a lot. Aaron, you always laugh and roll yeah, your eyes I a laugh bit. because you know I, I understand where you're coming from, and and you couldn't be less cool. But this it actually, Athletic Greens makes you cooler. So I guess you are in oh, the look, right direction. Athletic Greens is cool. So me, you know, taking. I'm just basically what I'm doing is I'm just trying to hitch my wagon to their train. Um, and I feel good. I mean, listen, I feel great taking it. I put a scoop, uh, in some ice cold water every single day. I don't miss a beat on it. Keep my athletic greens in the fridge. Um, I keep the water ice cold. You guys know how much I like that beverage (laughs) cold. Um, and it tastes delicious, tastes healthy. We've talked about it before. What's the, what's that taste? Umami is the taste that they talk about like an extra, I think we should add an extra flavor profile that athletic greens is towards somehow delicious, but somehow tastes healthy at the same time. Yeah. We'll, we'll pitch some ideas to athletic greens on their specific flavor profile, but it is kind of like, it's like mild tropical and I'm, I'm healthier for doing it, you know? Yeah. It tastes good. And so a lot of people are asking, great. We get why we get that. It's delicious. We get that you feel cool you when you're taking be it. Be cooler. Yeah. You uh-huh. will be cooler just by, you know, <laughs> yep. proximity being around it. Um, but also why? just was how cold you keep your water and athletic greens. That's a factor too. I did mention that yeah. they're both refrigerated. <laughs> um, with one delicious scoop of athletic greens, you are absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This very wow. special blend of ingredients, Aaron, support your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, your recovery, your focus, and your aging. All these things. Wow. I mean, truly, I started taking Athletic Greens because they became a sponsor. And I was like, I don't know if I have the strength to add in one more thing. But they got me hooked with their little travel packs that make me feel like I'm still uh, an athlete in training, even when I'm roving the countryside, you know, when I can't get my hands on any greens, uh, I can I can rest easy that I have my 75 High quality vitamins, minerals, all those fancy words you said. Yeah, well, I mean, that's kind of um, that was the genesis of the company. This the guy that founded the company was having issues with his gut health. He was taking a lot of different supplements a day to to help with that. He was spending a ton of money, so not only was it inconvenient, he's spending over a hundred dollars a day. Now, Aaron, you mentioned you know traveling and that kind of thing. If you're doing Athletic Greens as your daily supplement routine, they have the travel packets. Couldn't be more easy. You're not standing over your sink, you know, mixing a bunch of different powders and counting out all these pills and all this kind of stuff. You just throw the Athletic Greens travel packs in your bag. You're good to go. Um, each serving is less than one gram of sugar, and there's uh, only high quality ingredients. Um, you know, there's no bad stuff, no junk, no nasty chemicals or anything artificial. You know, you're only absorbing the high quality nutrients that are in there. And it's costing you less than $3 a day. And this guy wow. was spending up to a yep. hundred 
You know, you can go crazy with these supplements. They start to get expensive. Athletic Greens, less than three bucks a day, y'all. So if you guys are on a budget and you're trying to be ripped, this is for you, honestly. Yeah. I'm a little, I'm a little uh, caught off guard because it's normally where you make fun of my cold brew habit and you haven't brought it up. And so I thought maybe we could just skate by it, but no. it is cheaper than a cold brew habit. So yeah. <laughs> Aaron's a reckless, frivolous spender on her cold brew. Yep. She's uh, putting herself and her wonderful husband into debt because of <laughs> her highfalutin demands on the kind of coffee she likes to drink and what she's willing to spend on it. And if she just switched over completely to Athletic Greens, she'd be saving a lot I'd of be dough. saving my, my family's life. Yeah. My whole family. Goodness. Well, that's something for me to think about. Yeah. Well, right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. So to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash dumbbells. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash dumbbells to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily insurance. Let's start the episode. McGowan, certified personal trainer and bitch. This is Ryan Stanger, certified personal trainer and pontoon boat driver. <laughs> All right, you found us, the Dumbbells, a comedy fitness podcast. Committed to bringing you inspiration, motivation, and sometimes, occasionally, every once in a while, when all goes well, a little bit of information. Hey, Dumbbells, let's get dumb. Uh, I want. I was low? trying to think. No, it was. It wasn't low enough. <laughs> Let's lower. get dumb. Uh, I wanted to think of the perfect compliment to uh, your introduction. And yeah. I thought. Yeah. I've just been dealing with a lot of like customer service situations today, and so I feel like a bitch. And I don't always. So I usually try to be like a fun person, but today I feel like I'm like, oh, you're coming at me with that. I'm gonna come back at you with this. And so I feel. Um, some would say on edge. Uh, some would say uh, like I'm getting shit done. Um, so I just met in the middle and just said, you know, I'm kind of a bitch today. Um, I'm curious our guests' thoughts on that. I think she had some. <laughs> that was a great uh, transition. She's either with you or against you. Yeah. Maybe I'm guessing she understands, um, even if she doesn't, you know, follow the same principles, ideology or logic, but I'm guessing that <laughs> she understands she's an actor. So she's empathic. Uh, -huh. uh, she's an actor, writer, director, super talented, super cool. Good friend of both of ours. Welcome to the podcast. Corey Clifford. Woo! Hello. <laughs> I'm so excited to be here. This is one of the first podcasts I ever started listening to. Holy like when gosh. podcasts started blowing up, I know. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That's you a, and the Doughboys. Yeah. Got me. <laughs> a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure. <laughs> the Doughboys. Wow. What's a good combo? You got to kind of yin and yang, as I, you will. I know. I know. Uh, Corey, where do you stand on um, Aaron's uh, letting this customer service stuff get to her? What, what do you think? 
Um, well, we're just, I, mean, I, I don't want to lead you. What popped into your mind when you heard all that? <laughs> yeah, don't lead the When witness. Aaron said, I'm a bitch, I thought, I've, the Aaron's the least bitchiest person I know, I feel like. I feel like she's so nice. So I, I feel like I was excited. I hope to see it one day. <laughs> um, you might. I don't know. I might get I a call see I have to sign. take. And I just, you, you see it live in living color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I get it. I lose my mind over the phone constantly. But I'm dealing with student loan people, and so I feel like it's okay. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I mean, that's kind of what they learn to deal with, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're trained for for that. Um, Here's a weird phone thing, and this is is a secondhand story I've told on another (laughs) podcast before, so apologies, because it's not, didn't happen to me, but it's worth telling you guys. Okay. I was um, a good buddy of mine. Uh, played co- uh, we played college football together. Mm, Sorry, yep. you play college football. I, I did. hadn't heard. <laughs> it's apparently I did. Um, wow. No, cool, I, cool. I know you guys are. You know, they both passed me notes before the pod started. They wanted me to talk about it. I refused, please, and here it is please. coming up. But he was telling me about. He grew up in Texas, and there was this football player there that he really looked up to, and the guy was like a local hero. Um, and uh, he was just obsessed with this guy, and his mom his mom was a single mom and she was older than this guy, but she ended up going on a date with him. And he was so excited because he was like, Oh my gosh, you're going out with so-and-so like, this is amazing. And he feels like now looking back on it, his mom just kind of did it for him, you know, like, okay, I'll go out, I'll go out with so-and-so, you know, just go like get a drink or whatever. Uh, and they ended up dating for like a little bit and they would talk on the phone and his mom finally had to break up with them. And she said that they would be talking on the phone and, uh, you know, just that weird thing you used to do where you talk like late into the night. So they'd be talking and then he'd be like, hold on for a second. Wait, uh, hold on. Would you get the fuck out of here? Get out of here. Close the fucking door, idiot. Jesus Christ. I'm so sorry. Anyway, I just, I wanted to say, hold on again. What? Stop wandering in here. Fuck, get the fuck out of here. God damn. And then come back to the phone and it would go on and on throughout the night. She's thinking like, God, he's, you know, crazy roommates or whatever. And then finally he said to her, I'm sorry. My grandma has Alzheimer's and she keeps wandering into the room. Was his grandmother with Alzheimer's? Yes. I thought it was going to be a dog and that was going to be sad enough. And then, wow, this took a a whole new level. (laughs) Oh my God. That is so sad. It's very troubling. Yeah. It's elder abuse. It's somehow funny. You know, because I'm sure, removed. Yeah, I'm sure. Way, it is, it is. I'm way removed from it, but it's terrifying when you think of it as a you know as involving humans and uh, yeah, this poor grandma, horrific. Wow. Anyway, Corey, you're going to come off looking great on this show because because <laughs> we're I'm just laughing swinging. at grandmas being abused. Yeah. yeah, it's going great. Corey, oh yeah, you did the elder abuse episode of the dumbbells. That was a good yeah, one. Yeah, we just got some nice reviews too. I hope this doesn't take a turn for the worse. <laughs> no, no, no. Hey, look, I, I agree with the guy was wrong. It's not like we're, we're not on this guy's side at all. It's a terrifying story. You're just reporting the facts. Just reporting the facts. Yeah. So, uh, so Corey, uh, headline for this episode, I've been saying that a lot lately. I feel great about Very using cool. headline, um, for and using it the right way. Uh, we're going to talk to you about training for movies. So as we said earlier, you're an actor, got a movie coming up. We'll talk a little bit more about that when we get to it. Um, you wanted to get in great shape for this movie. You're already a fit person, but you want to even level up 
um, and yeah. get uh, in movie shape. And this is something that people have been talking about a lot lately. You know, we talked about it on this on this podcast with the Northmen, but you're seeing it in Marvel movies, Wonder Woman, all these, you know, these actors will make crazy body transformations in seemingly no time at all to prepare <laughs> for these movies. And they look, you know, otherworldly. And yeah. so I think it's kind of like, it's in the zeitgeist right now. You used to like, a long time you'd see like, I don't know, Robert De Niro would do it for raging bowl or something. And, uh, you know, they would make a big thing of it. Like, or, you know, people would, you know, be sick in a movie and so they have to lose a hundred pounds or something. Mm. But now you're really seeing it. Like people just getting straight up ripped for movies. <laughs> so we're going to get into that. But before we do, we want to talk to you about, uh, exercise in general, maybe how you started with it, what your relationship with it's like. I know you grew up in the South, right? I did. I did. Um, I feel like exercise wise, I've always been, what's the term on the train, on the wagon, whatever I yeah, did. I like on sports a, it's and, on the yeah. train. I'm I on think. the yeah, sports train. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. On cool, that cool. train. You guys know, you guys know. Um, I played sports growing up and, uh, my mom, was a woman of the 80s who was doing like aerobics and all that stuff. So I grew up doing uh, Jane Fonda videos and all of that. Um, Ooh, that's fun. Food was another journey. I like to eat. So I always did a lot of exercising to like combat the two. Healthy? I don't know about that always, but I did. Um, so I've always liked working out. Uh Yeah sports. I played soccer. I played tennis. I was not good at any of these things, but I always <laughs> liked doing it. Uh, <laughs> I've always that. had a gym membership. Uh, I met Aaron at Go Tribe, which I feel like it's name dropped on here all the time. And then <laughs> there's, here's yeah. Delphi's uh, one cameo. Oh my God, she's so cute. She's so cute. <laughs> she, my my dog makes an appearance every episode. <laughs> she really does. Like she's like, I, you hear her in the background. She's like, I've got to get in there. I've got to get in there. Then she's we see so it sweet. In, and then she's chill. Well, Something for the rest of the episode. <laughs> Should probably bark or some shit. Get into some mischief. Steal my identity again. You know, that kind of cool, shit. Cool. I yeah. could see her doing that. She has the eyes for that mischief. She's humanized. She does. Uh, my dog thinks she's a human. Do you like it when people say that? <laughs> So he's like, uh, I don't know. Like, uh huh. Yeah. Sure. I don't I know, it, though. I will say. I saw say, it eat some shit earlier. I don't know. <laughs> maybe not. I'm going to go out on the crazy person limb here and say some dogs have human eyes. Okay. Yeah. My dog does. My dog does have human eyes, I feel like. Yeah. Yes. And but I, now I'm being that person. No, no I've so. seen your dog. She's got, uh, or is it he or she? He. He. he yeah. He's, he's got Betty Davis eyes. He does. Oh Just God, to reference the Kim Carnes song. Um, you guys familiar with that song? Yeah, yeah, I'd yeah. like to, to sing it. <laughs> Didn't know that was who sang it, but uh, that's who sings the most popular version of it. You, you know that song, Aaron? Uh, I, I, I don't know if you if you sing it, I might know it. So <laughs> if I would like you to sing it. Uh, oh man, it's like it's the the lyrics are really weird. I'm trying to think of like a good way into it. Yeah, all I know is she's got Betty Davis eyes. Uh, interesting. She'll yeah. please you when yes, she sees you. I <laughs> know. <laughs> I wish I hadn't requested it. Uh, <laughs> there's also, there's some weird, cause we talk about it on another podcast I do called action boys. There's some really weird lyrics to where she says, uh, 
She's got uh, Greta Garbo standoff size. She's got Betty Davis size. Greta oh Garbo God. standoff size. As, Very like, uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. It's like, what yeah, the fuck? <laughs> also, my favorite part of y'all's duo is that Stanger knows everything about pop culture. And I know nothing. I, nothing. I, I, there are times when I'm looking at like Netflix and I'm like, okay, what is one of the four million movies I haven't seen that I could somehow connect with Stanger on? And instead, I just put on another episode of The Office. And I was like, oh, this yeah. is it. This is where I live. <laughs> and so don't, I I always hope I know what he's going to say. And I never do. I'm like, come it's on, hilarious. be the time, it's be the time. And I never do. <laughs> but thanks. We are a duo. And I sent it to my I agent. think you got said, your brain filled up with. Uh... Bible verses. <laughs> Is that what you're going to say? Because, yeah, no. the answer is yes. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, I think you got your brain filled up with a lot of other great stuff, and you definitely don't need to be, you know, mindlessly consuming, you know, all the bullshit that's out there. So good good on you. Corey, you're, you're, a bit of, you're more into pop culture and movies Very, and all I'm, that stuff. It's disgusting, the amount that I know. I'm like, <laughs> why is this information in my head? Speaking of bringing it back to working out, I know every celebrity's workout plan. <laughs> I've tried them all. So. Okay, so let's so let's get into that. So what's the current relationship with exercise right now? Well, yeah. let's say right before you got into whatever freaky shit you're doing with Aaron. <laughs> um, the freakiest of shit uh, that I do. Uh, what, what, what was the relationship like? So you said you mentioned always got a gym membership, struggled yeah. with food. So where, what, how did that look for you and what were you doing before? Uh, well, before Aaron, right before the pandemic, I had been going to Go Tribe and just, you know, loving it up over there. Then the pandemic hit. Let me and, just say, quick reminder: yeah, if people don't know Go Tribe. Oh yeah, it's it's um it's organized group fitness, small groups. So there's like a trainer that's putting you know ten or twelve people through uh, a series of exercise. So you get a little kind of hands on instruction but it's not quite like a personal trainer. And then beyond that, this, this place will do some, you know, some food check-ins and there's different kinds of parameters and you can get some one-on-one -on -one coaching if you need that. But there's usually something like a go tribe, no matter where you are now, it's become popular. You just yeah. kind of mix in, you know, in between personal training and a group X class in a gym setting. Um, and then it kind of offsets the cost a little bit because you're, you know, you're not spending whatever you, it would cost for a personal trainer. It's mixed up between, you know, 10 or 15 people, whatever. Anyway, yeah, moving on. So yeah. you're doing, so you're doing that. Well, yeah, I was doing that. Um, and they do have these like check-ins there. And I, to be honest, would lie to my trainer. Oh, They'd be no. like, how many drinks did you have this week? I was like, four. And she was like, okay, four for the whole, the whole week. I was like, mm, yep. Yep, wow. yep, 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 and I would just lie. Pinocchio. So, Pinocchio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my working out was great, but my uh, food tracking was just, it was fine. It was whatever, but there was some definite lying going on there. And then the pandemic hit, and I, you know, I really sunk into that one and did not really do a lot of exercise, but slowly started buying gym equipment anytime that it would become available. So I did during the pandemic build a gym. Like I got a Peloton, I got weights and like slowly started doing that. And then, you know, the past year have been 
doing like workout classes on my phone. And then as things have started to open up, I've like gone to like Orange Theory and Berries and things like that. I moved from where Go Tribe was, so I didn't want to sign back up there. That's the only reason why. Uh, and then this movie came about and I was like, I don't know how, like I know how to be in the type of just like everyday person in shape, but I don't know how to be in crazy shape. And I reached out to Stanger and then Stanger was like, what about Aaron? And I was like, oh my God, yeah, she's a trainer now. Let's do this. And Aaron has also like the body that I want for this movie is Aaron's body. Not to like make her uncomfortable. <laughs> All right, but I'm like, yes, that's what I want to look like. So this is perfect. Aaron, well, and how I have good four does it drinks feel to hear week. that? I have four drinks a week. No lies. Hold on. Let's take, let's, let's, take, let's take a second though. How great does it feel to hear that? I, you know, I think that it's just a reminder to me that no matter what you look like to yourself, like someone else will either like someone else looks at that as like, oh, that's like my goal or that is like a step along the way. I think when I look at myself, I see the stuff that I want to change mm -hmm. or I'm frustrated by or X, Y, Z. And so it is like, it is hard to hear, but also like I, <laughs> I, it is, I can step outside of my own head for a second and be like, see, you're not like, you're not your, like in your head, the thing is like all lining up and you're knocking it out of the park. Um, but to someone else, like what they see is like their goal. Which is weird, very weird. Wow. That was very <laughs> easy to understand to and follow. <laughs> I'm sure because I'm sweating. Um, but it is, it is like, it, like very eloquently I'm, put, Aaron. That's great. I and think I do public relate. speaking. And if anyone wants me to come to their college, I'm happy Perfect. to do that. Um, but no, I think it's just it's hard to um, it's hard for me to remember that every step along the way, you're always going to wish you are a little bit something else. And you could just go to therapy to talk about that. So that is what I do. <laughs> well, I also, I think too, because I did go tribe with Aaron, like we were in classes together. I also was like witness to some of her change. That's, yeah, that's cool. And, and I also like, we were in classes together and we would be like complaining together, like, oh, this yeah. sucks and like yeah. stuff like that. And so sometimes I feel like you put these body people like on a pedestal of like, oh, they must be doing everything perfectly and loving it all. But because I knew Aaron and had done classes with her, I was like, she's a relatable real person and it yeah. feels tangible kind of. So that, yeah, that totally makes sense. I, when you mentioned that earlier, I was, um, I was walking around my neighborhood and, uh, I have a little like hitch in my step, you know, from like rheumatoid arthritis. So, you know, sometimes it's, sometimes it's better. Sometimes it's worse, whatever. And, uh, so anyway, I'm walking around my neighborhood a bunch and, uh, you know, taking the dog out, walking with my kid and I see a neighbor and he says, I gotta tell you what, what, what did you, what sport did you play? And I was like, uh, you know, like I've heard this before and I was like, oh yeah, you know, I, I still have some musculature from playing like college football or whatever. And yes, I did play college football. And it was a, it was a long <laughs> time ago, heard. but 
Anyway, yeah. And so, so you know, there's just... past you said, bring it up once. That yeah, was it. So <laughs> I'm violating our agreement, but here we go. And so, uh, so I'm like getting ready for that whole like wind up of him saying like, yeah, cause you're, you know, you're muscular or whatever, you know? And so I'm like, yeah, this, that, and uh, athletic scholarship, whatever. I don't like to brag about it, but <laughs> it is, deal, no it deal. is what it is. And the guy said, yeah, because I see how much you, you're all broken down and limping. And I was like, that guy. <laughs> What is wrong with that people? guy? Did some damage on his body at some point. I'm like, oh yeah, I guess so. You know, <laughs> oh my God, thanks. So it was like crushing, you know, because I was talk. like, wow, it's definitely uh, hits a little different than uh, you know, ten years ago when people said you must have played some kind of sport or something. Uh, but then, dude, you you're know, fucked up. Are you okay? <laughs> but then, uh, oh on the God. flip side, I did have an instance where I was, you know, feeling low or beat up or whatever. And we took my kid uh, for his birthday party like a year ago and a bunch of friends to Waterslide Park. And so we're taking them around. And then he's got one friend, and I don't know where they're from, but they're not from here. And so his mom's got a really fun accent, you know, like a great accent. And she's really sweet. And so we were taking the kids around and she said, I'm not going to try to do the accent because I don't know what it is. But she said, Ryan, you're really buff. That's cool. That's neat how buff you are. You should just That's walk cool. around like that all the time. That's a neat thing. Like she was like surprised by it. And I was like, oh, thank God. I'm, I've got I'm back, fuel baby. for like another 10 years. Just I feel like you and Nancy have to definitely be the hottest parents at Stone School. Like when you guys are going, you are the most in shape people, I'm sure. Uh I think we do okay. You know what I've noticed in LA? We it's do an, okay. It's uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's an old. Um, it's an old parent scene at the school that's, that he goes in LA. Maybe in general, and at the school, there's just like parents are just older. They have kids a lot later, and we we even felt like we were further along than you know growing up. Like you know, a lot of my friends that I grew up with had kids a lot earlier than I did. But in LA, it's like this weird time warp. So I'll see like <laughs> Stone's friends' dads, and they're like. They look like fucking Keith Richards or something. You're like, Jesus, <laughs> you're going to be fucking a hundred when this kid's, you know, graduating high school. Uh, That's so the that track helps. we're on. Yeah. So yeah, we got, uh, oh yeah, I'm going to be an old mom. Yeah, yeah it's sure. cool. It's cool though. <laughs> so, so Corey, you mentioned, you know, seeing some different celebrity workouts and stuff. I don't know. When did you start paying attention to that stuff? And can you think of an example to where you're like, Ooh, that's, yeah. that's cool. Or I'd like to try that or. I mean, I feel like I've always been, because I'm obsessed with pop culture and have always wanted to be an actor, like I've always like watched those. I feel like most recently when that show Glow came out, I yeah. remember seeing a lot of stuff about like Alison Brie, how she was like, got really like ripped. Alison Brie, that's her name. You're 100% yeah. correct. Okay, great. Yeah. Thank you. Um, and I follow her on Instagram and was like seeing stuff she was doing with her trainer and then that's that was kind of also around the time like people were doing the like Marvel workouts like that was like kind of exploding and so I started and Brie Larson I feel like she posts a lot on her Instagram and I just you know became obsessive watching all of what they were doing but that also felt like more intense kind of than I'm necessarily wanting to do like the Brie Larson stuff cuz it's like for Marvel and I'm also like aware that like oh they have a personal trainer and a personal chef and like all of these type of things. So when this, what I'm doing came up, it's like a, it's a road movie. I'm supposed to play like this woman who has been living essentially in the woods for like two years and like uses a bow and arrow and is just kind of like a badass. And so I wanted to look really strong 
and lean. And I wasn't sure how to do that exactly. So so she came to me. I mean, that's the, you know, that, no, she went to Stanger and Stanger was like, Aaron, you want to train a movie Well, Stanger star? is like the person in my life who I'm always like, who knows about this weird workout? Who knows about, is this vitamin okay? I don't know. So like my husband, Jack, and I, I'm always like, Jack, text Stanger this, please. <laughs> like, what does he think about it? Oh, yeah. And I'm always happy. Using him for free. No, no. it's honestly, sometimes I'm like, we should probably be like paying no, him for no. this. We're asking like on personal trainer questions. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> on health retainer for you guys. I essentially was like, can you find me a trainer? Stinger, and he did. <laughs> and he did, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, this stuff is always like, it's really fun to to do. And it's, it's it's uh, you know, it, doing this show a lot, Aaron and I, it, we notice how cool it is when it's positive. You know, it can be a, it can, sometimes fitness can be like a real drag for people or they're dreading exercise or it's just like, oh no, I got to start this and I don't want to do it. And how can this be fun? So when there's whenever there's a flip side and somebody's like, I have a really exciting goal and it's a project and I want to see what I can do. It's always fun to kind of think like, Oh great. Well, let's, let's figure out what it is. I mean, there's something there, you know, we'll, we'll figure out something great or, you know, Aaron likes the challenge and she'll put herself through stuff and try things and trying to find equipment and all that kind of stuff. And so this was just one of those like exciting, fun projects that, you know, that is always like, um, it, I feel expanded from it as opposed to, you know, yeah, diminished withdraw- from diminished. it. Withdraw- right. Yeah. And that's kind of how like my approach of this has been too, of like, I feel, you know, because of getting older and therapy and all of those things, I have a much healthier relationship to food and that type of stuff too. And like my, the scale and all of that. So it wasn't as scary and it was like, okay, I have a tangible goal and it's for something. Let's see. Let's see how intense we can go. What's up, dudes? Aaron and Stanger, we're interrupting our own episode really quick to talk to you about a great sponsor we have called BetterHelp. Uh, here's the deal. Aaron, do you care about our listeners' mental health? Definitely. I definitely care about our listeners' mental health. Me too. Me too. Listen, people are stressed out there, and people may not even know that they're stressed. They don't even realize it. Because stress can manifest itself in weird ways. It almost physical symptoms. It's not like you're just like yeah. biting your nails, feeling stress. It's like people are getting headaches, they're grinding their teeth, they're having digestive issues. Um, they're all those are all indicators of stress. And look, getting bad news in the media these days, that's mm-hmm. all causing stress. It's all cumulative and it builds up on you and you don't even realize it's happening. You just start feeling bad. And it's because you're stressed and maybe you could get with a a licensed professional therapist that could talk you through it, give you some tools to combat that stress and you'd start feeling better. Yeah. I mean, I, I can say from personal experience that, um, that I have gone to therapy for a long time. I have learned how to deal with my stress in different ways. And I am going to be grateful that during this doom scrolling time in my life that I have some tools to fall back on. Thanks to my wonderful therapist, multiple therapists. (laughs) Yeah. 
So what what BetterHelp does, it's custom, customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even chat sessions with your therapist so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. And uh, they're asking some questions about you, and they're matching you with your very own licensed professional therapist. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling. You never have to leave the comfort of your own home. You feel like you got you need help, you want help, and you can get it. Start communicating with a the therapist in under 48 hours. So it's uh, it's very convenient, it's very efficient, and chances are they've got the right therapist for you. And if for some reason you you don't get matched with the right person on the first try, BetterHelp does take care of things like you don't have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room, you don't have to figure out how to break up with your therapist. BetterHelp does that kind of stuff for you. So it's <laughs> it's very it's very helpful. It is. They make it free and easy to change therapists at any time. That can be weird. I I had some issues finding the right person and uh had to give them the boot and I ended up giving them you know six seven more sessions <laughs> even though Then you would have. Yeah. Yeah, I knew it was wrong, but it was just uncomfortable. I was looking at this old lady, you know, with glasses on and I'm like, "Oh man, I can't tell her that she ain't helping me." I can't, you know, I have to remind her who I am. I had to retell my story every single time we met together. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, and then the time would be done. And I was like, all right, we're back to square one. But had I had access to better help, they would have been like, great. Let's probably let's wouldn't find even find you the right person. Yeah. Yeah. They would have found me the right person. No muss, no fuss. This podcast is sponsored by better help and the dumbbells listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash dumbbells. That's B E T T E R. H-E-L-P dot com slash dumbbells. We also want to talk to you about another great sponsor we have called stamps.com. Aaron, you got a small business. I got a small, tiny little business. We got little baby businesses. A lot of people Mm -hmm. out there now, these nowadays have one. And we, we want to tell you guys something. We want to give you a little insight into your small business. Time is money, babies. Don't waste either with repeated trips to the post office because with stamps.com, you can skip the trip and focus on how to take your small business to the next level. You guys, stamps.com lets you print official postage from your computer and saves you money in the process. So you can spend less time at the post office and more time making your customers happy. Yeah. That's crazy. It's not, it, well, yeah, it's crazy that that's available to people and it, it's crazy yeah. if they're not taking advantage. Aaron, you're a, you're a top shelf trainer, upper echelon. That's um, right. <laughs> it's all that's words right. we were using earlier, but I'm bringing them back. Uh, and you want to cater to your clients' needs. You want to be present. You want to be available for them. Let's say you're trying to coach somebody up on the proper squat form. And meanwhile, you're waiting at the post office. You got a parcel that needs to be weighed. You're trying to get the right postage. You're milling around there, a bunch of people in there. It's super busy. They're doing the best they can, but they're busy. You're busy. Meanwhile, your client's squat form suffers. Not the quit, not the case, because you use stamps.com. That's right. I don't I, listen. One time I stood in line for like an hour at the post office, and then I didn't even have everything I needed. And guess what? Sent you back. Time is money. Yeah. Time is money. And that day I lost. Yeah. You don't get credit for waiting in that line. You got to go back to the end, get your stuff together and then do it the right way. 
Well, for more than 20 years, Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses. You're not alone. They're helping a lot of people. Stamps.com gives you access to all the post office and UPS shipping services you need, and it's right from your very own computer. Now, people can also, we're talking about how much time they're going to save. Aaron, they can save money. Isn't that right? Um, Yes. It's crazy, actually. You can get discounts that you can't find anywhere else, um, like up to 40% off USPS rates and 76% off of UPS rates. It's incredible. Stamps.com, they could have stopped at 70% for UPS. And they're like, no, we're going we're gonna to go to the mat for you guys. We're going to get in there and grind them. And we're going to get them up to 76% in savings. Seven, six. They could have stopped at seven, five. Nah, they're going seven, six. Because they know you got that little baby business that needs, uh, you know, all your time and energy and money, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's true. All you need is a computer and a standard printer. Other than that, there's no special supplies or equipment. And you're up and running in minutes. It's crazy. Again, I'm saying it. It's crazy. It's crazy, but it's there for you guys. So stop overpaying for shipping with stamps.com. Sign up with the promo code dumbbells for a special offer that includes a four week trial, free postage, and a digital scale. No long term commitment or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the page, and enter code dumbbells. Back to the episode. Before we get into you know some of the specifics of what you guys are doing, what what so you mentioned um, a tenuous relationship with food <laughs> in that you like yeah. you like to eat, you like to drink, you lie yeah. about drinking. <laughs> Seems healthy. Uh, so walk us I through. Mean, you're not alone in that. I have lied to my doctor every year since I was 27 <laughs> about how much I drink. How much are you drinking now? Both you guys, how much are you drinking? Honestly, not as I mean, during the pandemic, that was a whole or we're still in it. But the beginning (laughs) parts is a whole nother. Now it's like, well, until since Aaron and I've talked, but like, you know, like a glass of wine a night or like every, I don't know, two or three times a week, maybe. But now it's like once a week. Aaron, you're in your clockwork, Aaron, right? What did you say? Your clockwork every night. (laughs) I was, I was. The pandemic got me in a bad little routine. And Same. so I am breaking that routine and it sucks ass. But I, I now I'm a, a, a Friday, Saturday person. Oh, wow. Cool. Wow. So yeah, that's I, what I'm doing now too. Yeah, I tried it. Like I thought I could do Saturday, Sunday, but my Monday morning workout is probably the hardest one of the week. And so I decided that was a bad idea. And so right. I went Friday, Saturday. So so that is, but it has like made it, it has made losing weight easy. And that is so maddening because yeah, it's uh, like, you're it's like, like, that's, oh, this is what it took. That's okay. it. Yeah. Cool. 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 The most boring yeah, was, thing ever. Great. Yeah. I was reading something. I can't remember what celebrity it was. And they're like, Oh, how did you like, I don't know. It was after like a pregnancy or something. And she was like, Oh, I just cut out dairy, gluten and sugar. And I was like, Oh, that's it. Got it. Cool. Great. Just, (laughs) yeah. yeah. All right. Okay, cool. Um, But what you were asking was like, I've done every like fad diet there's ever been. I did like slim fast when I was like in sixth grade. So I've like done it all and had very highs and lows the whole. Wow. That was a shake for breakfast, shake for lunch, sensible dinner. 
Now, yeah. was it the Tommy Lasorda ads? Is that what got you? <laughs> yep, that was it. That was exactly it. Remember, they we put just... the little belt on the can, and the can would get skinny. From <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. The waist. Yeah. We just talked about this last week with our other guest. We talked about, I did the special K diet, which was... I did the special K diet, too. <laughs> it was like the saddest... I just think back to those days and I went, I worked at a hotel where there was a free lunch, like downstairs for everyone every day. And then I would say no. And I like salad. Like it wasn't just like shit food. And I would be like, no, I have my special K and I'd eat a box of special K. So sad. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, So sad. Slim fast. Wow. How old were you when you were doing slim fast? Literally in like fifth, sixth grade. And I was talking to Jack, my husband, about this recently. And he was like, oh, I did Slim Fast too. I was like, you did Slim Fast? He was like, oh, I mean, I just like, my mom had them in the fridge and I would just drink them as drinks, like in between (laughs) my meals. I was like, I hate you. (laughs) You did not do Slim Fast then. I just drank Um, my mom's drinks. That's so funny. You were just, oh my God. Any chocolate milk port in a storm (laughs) is what it was. Exactly. (laughs) Like this guy. I'm like crying in a corner, like trying to take little sips. Yeah, trying um, to chew your drink just to feel alive. Yeah. So you yeah. were self conscious about your weight at that early of an age. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. okay. So that's <laughs> so there's some stuff going on there then. Oh for sure. I mean, truly every fad diet there's ever been. There's not been one that I've been like, nope, didn't do that one. I did them all. I feel like I love it. Um, and so. Really, until the past couple years have I been like, oh, okay, I can eat normal food and just figure it out. But I've also lived with a man for a hundred years at this point. My husband Jack and I have been together since we were 18, and he is tall and thin and could eat anything and everything that he wants. And so there's a learning curve with that, too, of like, oh, this is a man's portion and this is a woman's portion, and it is different. Well, we were talking about the Northman diet, Corey and I, and then we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. And it the difference in on the app is like laughable. The guy <laughs> talks about the nutrition for uh, Skarsgård, but he doesn't bring up what um, Gal Gadot ate. And we're like, what's he hiding? Because that's uh-huh. what we want to know. Like, well, he was like, really big about talking about uh, Alexander Skarsgård, how many calories he yep. ate. But he will not say it at all for any of the women that he's trained. I'm yeah. Like, okay. So it makes me it makes me want to like, you know, investigate him. Put him on a <laughs> right. lie detector test. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because it's not. It really is tricky to get a balance of build muscle, lean out. Like that's right. Tricky. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the dilemma. It's like, do you? Do you just try to do it simultaneously, which takes forever and is like really hard to kind of, you know, master the chemistry of. So that would be leaning out at the same time that you're putting muscle on. Is it even possible? And then versus having that building slash bulking phase to where you eat more calories than you need so that you can put on size and strength and then cutting it down and then maintaining it for the shoot. And so, but is that just something men do? Like, do women do that? Oh yeah, for sure. Oh wow. Okay, yeah, that's good to know. They do, they do. But yeah, it's it's but it's 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 tougher. You know, it's tougher just because you know it, 
like, I think it just, women have more, just naturally more body fat than men do Mm -hmm. based on, you know, our hormones and all that kind of stuff. So it's, you know, it can be like a, it can be a trickier game. It's a little riskier. You know, See, that's how broken my brain is <laughs> with food stuff still. Cause I'm like, women go through a do bulking phases. I'm like, that doesn't even make sense in my brain. I'm like, oh yeah, duh. Okay. But it's not, oh yeah, duh. Don't worry. It's like, cause I don't think, uh, like, if you grew up at the same time I did, which I think you did, it's like, we just, you, you just saw your mom doing Jane Fonda. Mm-hmm. My mom did sweating to the oldies. There was no, yeah. like, it was like one, like, you had canned food as your weights, like, or like a bottle of water. Like it wasn't like, there were no weights in my house. Like my yeah. dad, a couple you know, of cans of slim fast to make the, make it the <laughs> ultimate insult. You're like, no, nah. <laughs> right. right. so like we weren't like, we just didn't grow up understanding how, how, like how to build muscle and it being a part of like, like female culture, I, at right. least in the world I grew up in, you know, there was like bodybuilding or like um, bikini competitions, I guess. But I don't even know when those got like actually muscular for women, you know, instead of it just being for show. Right. <laughs> like how skinny I am, you know, like that versus muscle. Yeah, I think the gate, you know, even like the you hear gains, people talk about gains all the time now. But that was that seemed, you know, spe- gender specific to males for a long mm-hmm. time, like weight gainers and all that kind of stuff that, that didn't seem like it, it crossed the party line at all. But yeah, de- definitely like all those women that like the bodybuilders or, f- w- you know, women in bikini or fitness competitions, they have to, you know, cause you, you want that, you want to have some kind of muscle so that, you know, and, and having like a little bit of muscle helps you get more lean too. Right. So it's mm-hmm. like, if you can kind of increase the size of your engine a little bit, you're going to be able to get, you know, achieve a, like a, a level of leanness that you, you wouldn't be able to before, but right. it's, it's hard. It's based on like how much time you have too and all that, you know, if you want to do everything right and keep it balanced out because, you know, you could go through like a big bulking phase and then not give yourself enough time to cut. And then you're, you know, you're not going to have the look that you want or what your goal was. Do you think that the, the women in like Marvel movies and stuff are doing, I don't know what it would be for not, not Hormones? steroids, but like, yeah, like that kind of a stuff. Probably. Yeah. I, I, I think there's a lot of, um, a lot really? of, really you think for the women? Yeah, not all, not all, but I think that there's definitely a lot of that stuff that goes on people using, you know, growth hormone and stuff, HGH, you know, yeah. you can, you, you can use it in like low doses. Um, and, uh, it helps lean you out. It dries you out. So, and then also what do you mean, dries you out, <laughs> it just mean, mean? It makes, makes you more cut. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you just see your muscles better. Yeah. It, like it's, yeah. Less, less smooth looking muscles. Not, and not, I, I shouldn't say that can be misleading. Not like it's not like it dehydrates you. There's other stuff you can do to dehydrate you. Dandelion yeah. root extract and all that kind of stuff. So you look like real lean, get the veins popping and all that. But that's, that's more of like a, like a quick, you know, for the shoot, this would be yeah. like over time, you know, doing a little bit of HGH. Supposedly if you, if you kind of dose yourself with HGH, like it improves your skin quality and you know, there's always like rumors that like, is Jen, <laughs> I'm Anis- listening. <laughs> Jen Aniston or some of these people doing some like HGH, you know, Whoa. but you got to, you got to inject it daily. 
Wow. Yeah, human is growth hormone. Is this something you can find on the street? What's up? <laughs> I mean, you uh, you could, but now they have doctors that'll prescribe it to you. Oh, interesting. So, you know, like those- But it's not like something you would be on. It'd be, it's like a short-term thing. I mean, you can- just the rock. You can, so human growth hormone is non it's not anabolic. So it's not like jacking up your testosterone or making you really big. It just, it helps with uh, muscle wasting. So you keep the muscle that you have. And then it also helps you stay leaner. Like it just helps you stay lean. And so the By problem like making you not hungry or like, no, 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 it's eating it's, two it's, bowls of cereal a day. <laughs> it's a, <laughs> it's a hormone. Like there's no, it's not an appetite suppressant or, or anything. It's, it's affecting your oh. body chemistry. But the problem is, is that, you know, people overdo it and you're also kind of, you're messing with nature. So, right. you know, as we age your, your body's natural production of human growth hormone drops way off. So you make a lot of it as you're growing, obviously. Um, and then you hit like a certain age, like 20. And then after 20, like it keeps every year you age, it drops lower and lower and lower. I don't know what the exact metrics are, but they, they kind of look like people that like study aging. They look into it like, oh, how much of a factor is growth hormone, you know, and the drop off in human growth hormone in that, you know? And so- you know, like you see a lot of these pharmaceutical, these biotech companies like do a lot of research in it because there could be something to it. Um, the problem is, is that people will way overdo it. And so it can, if you overdo it, it stimulates bone activity. Um, and so you can see like certain bodybuilders, like they get a oh. like a gap in their teeth or they'll have like a look, you know, from just doing too much HGH, like a little yeah. bit of a brow ridge or something. It can also cause swelling oh of your like internal organs. <gasps> And oh my god, okay. okay now we're we getting to the truth. I was yeah. like, I was like, I want nice I was fully skin on board. And I, know, I was like, Hell let's yeah. all take this. Uh, god. And okay, also, or you can get like a caveman face. <laughs> You're just like a disgrace to your family. Okay, cool. Thanks. Uh yeah, definitely family disgrace. That's a part of it. Um <laughs> it it also it it, it stimulates growth for everything. So if you have maybe some precancerous cells or something, it could like stimulate or f- speed along, you know, the growth of cancer, if that's oh happening God. behind the scenes. Wow. So you really got to be careful, but you know, they're the people that, that, um, that tout the virtues of it. Um, they, uh, they'll say that like, you just like TRT testosterone replacement therapy or another kind, they say, just get yourself in the high normal levels. So you're not going beyond. So like, let's just say somebody just naturally has like a, a high amount of HGH and they, they seem to age more gracefully than somebody else. Um, maybe you could artificially get yourself into that kind of category if you do everything right. But you know, that's why if you go kind of off the market and, you know, try to just do it yourself, you may screw up. And also, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. I'm, I, I'm speaking, I, you know, I, I know very little about it. Just, a, just, you know, just no, some, you're a doctor. That's what you say at the beginning of this, <laughs> yeah, right? We are doctors. We uh, clearly say that we are doctors. Uh, so, you know, just kind of like curse, cursory research, you know, like I, I haven't done a deep dive on it. And so I might even be, you know, misspeaking on some of the stuff that I'm saying now. So, you know, I don't know. It's, it's dicey, but I, I would imagine that there's definitely a lot of celebrities that have it. It's super expensive too, that have access to some of these resources that are for sure right. using them. I know, I, I know the men are doing some anabolic shit for sure. Not all yeah. of them again, not all of them, but some, um, 
but yeah, especially these ones, these, these folks that are a little further along in age and seem to be kind of defying age a little bit. I think yeah, they're doing right. some kind of cocktail of HGH and some hormones and shit to, uh, to get in shape for it. I was it's, about to be like, Corey, we found our little magic. I know, trick like this here. is this is what this we is should it. do. <laughs> I was like, there is a magic pill, actually. <laughs> it's like, called HGH. Like, back up, back up. <laughs> reverse, reverse, control, alt, delete. Get out, get out, delete. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I used to hear about it more. I haven't been hearing about it as much, but I think it's still out there in the world. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, not all of it is the big freaky stuff. You know, Sten, Deca, Sten, all these things that these giant bodybuilders do that, you know, there's other stuff out there too that you can kind of dabble in that'll <laughs> push you over well, the finish line. You know what I mean? You know I what I mean? Like, I feel like with Corey's specifically having like, we have like some time. Uh-huh. It's not like happening in two months. Exactly. It's like, okay, we have some time. So we're about to play around with, we've been doing pretty heavy as heavy, like like she said, she got a bunch of um, weights during the <laughs> pandemic. She really has like almost more equipment than anyone else I have. And so cool. we're able to do pretty heavy stuff for like just because um, you don't have a, a barbell or anything. So it's like as heavy as you can do without barbells. Um, and it's next on the list. It's next on the list. Yeah. I mean, you come over anytime. Um, but I... But we're going to play around with sort of like dropping the weight and just doing high reps and seeing, you know, she's going to play around with her caloric intake, mess with the macros a little bit and just see because we have the time to see what her body responds to, because that's really at the end of the day. What matters is what kind of like sparks a shift in um and like in the direction that she wants to see to be ready for this movie or to feel ready for this movie. Right. That's cool. So what is your, what is your diet like right now? Um, well now it's honestly been, it's funny because Jack, my husband who I've name dropped 70 times in this podcast. Sorry, it's a person you live with. And so it's yeah. obviously a lot of your experiences are going to involve him. Yeah. So he's doing the full Northman, um, program, that six week program. And so he's like hardcore on the, the diet of it as well. And he does a lot of the cooking for us. So we've been doing, I mean, the past couple of weeks have been great. I'm just doing lots of proteins and veggies. Um, I usually will do like my carbs in the morning. Um, but I've now that we're Aaron and I are playing around with this like cutting phase for the next couple of weeks. I'm being really diligent about putting every single thing into my fitness pal and tracking it so she can look at it and be like, she like had noticed that I would be eating okay in calories, but eating probably too high of fats and things like that. And like, okay, if I really want to see something faster, like actually measuring my food and like my fats and all of that. So that's where I'm at right now. Um, and yeah, I'm on for three days. I'm in the cutting phase right now that we're doing for like the next two weeks to see what's gonna, that's gonna be like. Oh, that's so yeah. cool. That's super yeah. exciting. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like like because I, I told you guys, or I told you probably both separately, but um, that the fats thing is crazy to me because I think like I did Weight Watchers and it was like anything that was 
had fat, even if it was good, healthy fats, it was like really high in points. And so I would stay away from them. And then when I started like Go Tribe, it was like, and they looked more at the macros. It was like, oh, you should be like equal 33, 33, 33. And so I started doing that. But I, I like somewhere along the way, I just, you know, you stop tracking and you just live your life. And I realized that now I go to fats instead of carbs and fats, like probably just because you hear your whole life, like carbs are bad, carbs make you fat, blah, blah, blah. And so I would just like, like, and it, I would never weigh any of it. It's like a spoonful of peanut butter, a spoonful of almond butter. Next thing I know, I've had 18 spoonfuls and no one knows which way is up. And, I, and it was just like, my fats just got like out of control, but they were quote unquote healthy. So I should yeah. be fine. And so that was just, you know, it's, I feel that like a lot of, of the, yeah. people go to the fats because you're afraid of the carbs and yes. carbs are, are important. You know, it's like, that is your fuel. And so anyway, well, I that's have- like another broken brain thing of like when I did Weight Watchers, like uh, fruit is zero points. So I would just be like, yes, like housing, bananas, <laughs> yes. strawberry, yes. like so many things. And then you're like, oh, but fruits have so much sugar and all these things. You're like, oh, okay, I don't, what's the right thing? Um, but yeah, when Erin told me, she was like, I just think you should start like measuring out like your peanut butter. And I'm like, oh, my spoonful and what like an actual tablespoon are very different. And yeah. so... Yeah, just it's a lot of kind of I saw recalibrating you, the brain. I saw you were making a sandwich one time and you actually use like a like a ladle, like a punch ladle as your peanut <laughs> butter do. spoon, right? I mean, You're that's like, what I thought spoonful. everybody was doing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Where she has to never buy say her what kind of spoon, <laughs> yeah. peanut butter from to fit in there is it's Costco baby. It's, Costco. it's like bigger <laughs> than Costco. It's it's like the next level. The tub. Do you guys um did you guys used to eat you know, Skippy and that kind of peanut butter when you're growing up. Yeah. No, Jif. because my mom was always on the, the health, the health train. So we had like honey bunches of oats as our cereal, which is still bad for you, but it would be like nature peanut butter, whatever that kind was. Oh yeah. Uh, Laura Scudders maybe. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I like all that now. That's the only kind I get now. But I remember when I switched to that, I was like, this sucks. Like the oil and all that you like, you have to stir it I to like get it all together. Oil. I hate it too. But the taste of it's so much better. And when I, like I was somewhere and I just needed something and all they had was Skippy or something and it tasted like plastic. I was like, is there fucking plastic in this shit? <laughs> How does it have this form that it is or whatever? Like I'm so used to the other kind now that I, it, I, I changed like my taste buds changed. How about the oil getting everywhere though? That's oh, what I oh, yeah, like the dripping down the side. And- just make it the thing a little bit bigger. And this is not going to be a problem. Just, it's like the opposite of chips. Like they don't put they under like the same people that make the chip bags, make a, 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 a bowl of peanut butter, a jar of peanut butter, because yeah. it's, it's just, give the me the, just flopping around. I got a new, get a new shirt. I hate it. Yeah. Give us, give us the chip ratio in the, uh, in the, the peanut butter, in peanut the nut butter, butter yeah. jar. Have you guys noticed that protein powder? It's laughable. They put it in a jug this big and they put that much yeah. in it, like yeah. an inch in a gallon. <laughs> See, okay, Why? so Why someone, do they do that? <laughs> someone along the way is is sniffing what I'm putting out there. Okay, that's the that's the saying, right? This is your million dollar idea, Aaron. 
How much would it weigh if they really, if they let it all settle and really just filled it to the brim? It'd weigh like 500 pounds. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> really, because it's always like you get like a five pound thing or whatever, and then um, my dog's trying to do something. You guys talk amongst yourselves. I love this part when we have to talk amongst ourselves. <laughs> Let's yeah. talk about every. Oh, tell the diet story that we did. <laughs> tell the story about um, when Stanger came to your wedding. <laughs> um, okay. okay. Oh no, he's back. Just, he doesn't, doesn't have his headphones on yet. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> we making fun of me? We were going to. What no. was it? I, um, go ahead. The, that I think it's hilarious and so sweet that you came to my wedding in Ar- I got married in northern Arkansas in a tiny, tiny town, and that you drove an hour from the town to go to a gym that had a sauna. Yeah. The day that you came to my wedding. <laughs> Stanger's committed. I was, I mean, she what, told me that one day and I was like, all right, we've got to have Corey on. No other reason. We have to tell the people what they came here for. Yeah, it was really fun. Like it was a weird gym, a huge, huge gym. And then I was in there and I was talking to this guy that was in there and it was right around when, um, T.I., the rapper T.I., was talking about his daughter. I can't. Ooh, yep. What did he say specifically about his daughter? It was something with like. Horrible that he checked her hymen yes. to make sure that it wasn't broken. Yeah, okay. So oh, any, my God. What? I'm in the sauna just trying to be quiet, but I this guy strikes up a conversation with me, and then he starts going into. Now, I tell you what, man, I never. I never took much of a liking to no T.I. or nothing, man. I, 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 I didn't get him. I don't listen to his music. I don't. But now he's out oh there. He's God. talking about his daughter. And I'm like, I kind of like what he's saying. <laughs> like, I find <laughs> I get T.I. now and I can get on board with what he's. He's got a family. He's trying to protect his family. And I was just like, <sighs> you know, where you're just like you co-sign like horrific. Awkwardly thing. nodding. Like, yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> Like, in, you know, people know from being in Ubers and stuff. And you're like, yeah, no, mm-hmm, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, sure. Just like, I got to go. Oh, my God. It's usually misogyny. I mean, it's usually, you know, you're always like, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah. It's always yeah, yeah. just, it's usually men being horrible and then thinking yeah. that I'm also a horrible man. <laughs> and look, at I'm, I guess I could correct him in the moment. I'm not doing that. I'm just kind of like, yeah, man, he seems cool, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Gotta go. Well, thank you for telling that story. And I'm sorry he was back faster. So he heard it. (laughs) It's okay. But um, yes. So beautiful wedding in the Ozarks there. Um, It was very fun. Yeah, it was the Stanger and Jack wore the same outfit. (laughs) I wore the same outfit as the groom. (laughs) Oh, my God. I was so embarrassed. (laughs) No, it was perfect. How did you know? (laughs) They said like Hollywood throwback yeah. glamour so i like i wore a white dinner jacket and that was exactly what jack wore. oh my god <laughs> it was great it was so cute <laughs> that is cute <laughs> i was like oh fuck man uh what are you gonna do it'd be like if somebody you know showed up wearing a wedding dress or something i guess <laughs> well i was gonna say um we were just uh jason was just looking for a jacket and he saw like a like a sand like it was like a light color like but almost white and I was like I don't know can you do that as a guy I don't know can you I wear white so. but Stanger did it so I guess it's 
Sanger did it, and he rocked it. He looked great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then when he came to my wedding, he was wearing a white dress. So I was oh, wearing a wedding wow. dress. Yeah, very yeah. awkward. So well, I it was know. a dress Bell for pointed. a wedding. <laughs> Oh yeah, and so very that's different. yeah, very different. just following what the label said, and so <laughs> yeah. just for a wedding. And Aaron was like, Got "Did it. you have to wear a veil too?" And I was like, "Oh well, yeah, I mean, it came with the whole look, so I don't know." <laughs> came with it, lady. Yeah, look, I, I get your money's worth. Yeah. Um, okay, so how does all this feel, Corey? I mean, uh, do you feel strong? Do you feel in control? Are you? Are you? Does it feel like a grind? Are you dreading anything or? No, it's actually been really exciting. I mean, I love having being like, I have a personal trainer and like, <laughs> that is just like fun. Sure. And like, I have to go to my personal training session now. Please leave me be. So it makes <laughs> me feel cool. So that's great. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like Aaron and I definitely like I'm so we meet twice a week. And then I do two of her other work strength workouts twice a week. And then I do like cardio the other two days. So I'm doing like six days a week of working out right now. Yeah. So I a hundred percent way stronger than even I was like a month ago. Like I can feel that and I'm tighter for sure, but I haven't leaned out, but I think it's kind of like what we were talking about of we've been doing really heavy weights and I've been kind of in my bulk stage, I guess is what I'm realizing now. Um, so now we're switching to going to, I th- Aaron, please cut me off if I'm wrong, but we're switching no to like doing the same exercises, but with lighter weights and more. So it'll be more of a burn. Um, but so far it has not felt like a grind. It's felt, I think also because it's for yeah. a movie, it's exciting. And I'm, I like, it's motivating me to do it, uh, not lie about what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> like actually do it. I'm somebody who a hundred percent needs accountability too. Like I, if I didn't have Aaron, I would have probably dropped off already. Like I need somebody to keep me accountable. And so she's been great for that. And it's, I'm, I'm having a good time so far. We'll see how, I mean, I'm in day three of the cutting phase and I was going to add, I have a question, a dumbbells question. Oh, so we, in, we take those questions in email. Oh, so go oh, ahead so and sorry. Yeah. Do I need to tweet you really quick? Do <laughs> I need kidding. to tweet at the dumbbells? <laughs> Ask so, the dumbbell. No. I feel like Aaron, did you say you were just kidding? <laughs> I like how you, I, I like I you just, specified you were joking. <laughs> I'm totally just kidding. Like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> she didn't want me to think that she actually yeah, was a bitch from you. the beginning of the <laughs> Yeah, please. Wow. That's what I do in all my angry phone calls. Um, okay. So in like a cutting phase or whatever. So like right now, let's say I'm just going to throw out a number 1200 or 1400 calories. So like I eat my proteins, I'm doing all of that, but then it's like dinner time and maybe I ate a heavier lunch. (laughs) This is all hypothetical as in I did this yesterday. (laughs) And then I got to dinner and I only had like 300 calories, but I wasn't like starving, but I was a little bit hungry. So I ate popcorn. I made popcorn, but I measured it all out and it was the amount. But is that like, you had popcorn what are we doing dinner? here? I did have popcorn <laughs> for dinner, but I, I had eaten a lot of veggies the rest of the day. But like what, you know, I think you guys talked about this on the Northman episode about like, obviously there's different type of calories. Like there's chicken calories and then there's like a Big Mac calories. 
But when you don't have that many calories that you're eating in a day, you know what I'm trying to say here? Like, is that okay or no, no? Are those calories, is that going to like all hurt ca- calories me? created equal? Yes, which I know they're not, but are they? Yes, <laughs> that's my question. I, well, I think, th- I think that that is a great question that a lot of people ask, and you could truly spend probably hours on TikTok watching every version of an answer to that question. And if you had oh, submitted it as an email, we could answer it. But <gasps> unfortunately, we answer. Damn, okay. unfortunately, we, we have wrap to go. this up. Yeah. Um, but I would say, like, I think that you could probably go three or four different directions with this. Like if you had had all of your nutrients already throughout the day, cause I don't think you're going to get a lot of nutrition out of popcorn. Definitely not nutrition, but is it hurting my goals? It might just in terms of um, like, how did you feel this morning? Did you work out this morning? If you would have worked out this morning, how did you feel? Like stuff like that. Like it's not going to bite you in the ass. You're not going to like all of a sudden unravel everything. But in terms of like, I would say right now, treating your body like it is a vessel for something you have to use it for later is kind of like, if you were just like in a regular time in your life. Yeah. No, it's not going to, it's not going to, it's not going to derail you. Um, it's popcorn. It's not like a, uh, you know, a bucket of pad thai. I don't know, but it's like, <laughs> or uh, fettuccine Alfredo. One time I heard that was the most fattening thing in the world. I don't know, but it's like, it's not going to do, a, uh, it's not going to derail you, but it won't set you up necessarily for success in habit or in like, like, I wonder how like the salt in your body, like, was it low right. salt? Um, he was like, how did you have a good shit this morning? It's like, it's like that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's like, like your the nutrition part of this puzzle is huge. It really is like the biggest piece of the puzzle in yeah. looking a certain way for a film. And that's the part that is like, like I did see something from someone I like on Instagram that was like, you don't work out to burn fat like you eat to to kind of like change like the fat percentage in your body and that was like you know there's she put way more than that out into the world that I'm just now paraphrasing but I just thought that was like so many people exercise because of food instead of it being like I I'm exercising so that I can't or I'm I'm eating this way so that I can optimize my body performance and and so so no, you're not gonna you know ruin your life by eating <laughs> measured out popcorn. You know it's like clearly you're still like, but it's it does like popcorn scratches that itch of like eating like kind of repetitively like the yes. snack feeling. I don't know why that is a thing for like people, but it is for me like if you just want to veg out and just hand to like food mouth food mouth brainless eating like yeah it does like scratch that itch so it's like of all the things it's not a bad thing um but i rambled for a long time it's like what do you think it's like that meme when people are like getting in a fire or something on twitter and then somebody posts a meme of michael jackson eating the popcorn and thriller remember (laughs) that um do you know i'm talking about i do know that one i know that one 
I don't even know if that's a meme. That's a GIF maybe that they're posting as oh, a joke, yeah. but um, who, who knows what this language means? It's just, so they're all made up <laughs> words at this point. Um, I think, yeah, you have to look at it like um, for you and what you're doing now with the time you have your meals and your workouts are equal. And so, you know, if, if Aaron and you have allotted yourself, you know, 400 calories or something for a dinner meal, and even though you've technically kind of hit your goal as far as the amount of vegetables and all this kind of the servings that you want for the day, I still think you need to look at it like, look, I've got 300 calories left. How am I going to represent them? I can do either just this kind of extra filler, or I can do specifically protein that I know will serve me here, a little bit of fat that will give me, you know, energy for tomorrow. And then, you know, a little bit of carbs or whatever for energy, even further down the road or, you know, however you want to look at it. And so, yeah, it's just like, you have to look at like how, you know, how you want to represent each calorie and what you need it to do for you. And I don't, I don't know what those popcorn calories are going to do for you outside of, you know, a little bit of energy or filling you up. And then they could even, you know, if they throw off your macro balance, you know, be a little detrimental as far as, you know, how you're going to look, you know, body composition wise. And so, you know, it can kind of drive yourself crazy, you know, thinking like, oh, this, what equals what, and this equals that. And if I skip this and I can have that, and I just, I would just look at it as like, well, you know, I'm doing chest and back for this workout today. And so I know I need to have, you know, protein, carbohydrates, and fat for the meal to go with it. And then, yeah, as much as you can kind of skew towards that. But I'm also with Aaron too, where it's just like, look, it fucking happened. It's like that, it's like that trainer Northman guy, you know, he's looking at a 20 day, 20 meal snapshot. So 17 of them were on point. One of them was a popcorn meal. You know, you're going to still be okay. (laughs) You're still going to look great for this, for this movie when it comes out. But, you know, but then, you know, just make sure that the rest of them are, you know, are on point so that you're getting, you know, the most out of your workouts. Cause that's really what you're doing. You're, you know, you're fueling these workouts and so then, you know, hopefully your body falls in line in the way that you want it to. It's like, look, this is what I need you to do. I'm giving you the food to do it. And then you're going to look a certain way because you're having to do all this bullshit I'm putting you through. You yeah. Know? Yeah. No. Yeah. It is. That is a good reminder. And it is also like, oh, I'm working out so hard. And so like Aaron has me doing horrible things that I'm <laughs> yeah. like, I want I better see the result if I'm doing this. And that's on me. So, okay. This has been a great therapy session, guys. <laughs> Thank you. Well, also, like, you are working out hard. And I I heard you say, like, the carbs in the morning thing. And I, like, I have done that. I still, for the most part, like, I, I would say at dinner, I have, like, carbs, like, three out of seven days. Like, mm-hmm. it's usually if I have, like, a really high cardio day or really high like intensity day. So I also know because I know you a little bit is like you have like a late night job. Mm -hmm. And so I don't want you to think, Oh, I need my carbs in the morning because like, that's like the best time for carbs. Yeah. Yeah. So like when I hear that, I'm like, Oh, you probably need carbs at night because your night isn't, like you're not like snuggled in bed at 9 p.m. you know right. every night. You know, <laughs> yeah, sometimes yeah, yeah. sure, but like it's like some nights you have to work late and you need you still need energy. And so you finding the ways that will you know to have carbs at night that don't you know that doesn't freak you out, but <laughs> that you 
but that you're still getting your energy and able to do what you have to do to get through um, to the morning when you can, you know, start your day over again. And so I, you just want to throw that out there too. Like carbs don't, yeah, carbs give you that energy, you know? So, so don't be afraid of that. I don't do, I do carbs in the morning cause that's when I do my big workouts. That's when I train a lot. It's like when I'm like, you know, really putting a lot of energy out there. And then I, I am in bed about eight 30 and you know, so it's like, Whoa. so I don't need them at night. So, yeah, I think that's also, you know, uh, would you, with you guys working together, Corey, you being detailed about when you feel hunger impulses, mm-hmm. when you feel like I'm just craving carbs and all that, all that stuff can kind of be helpful for Aaron when she's programming yeah. you too, like how to eat and how to adjust those calories so that you feel supported and satiated and full in the right way. And, you know, cause it's like right now you're probably really dialed in and your body's telling you something that's not, um, that's not just your own fucked up psychology. You know, <laughs> right. that's the, that's the kind of bet. It's like, what is it here? Who's, you know, who's winning out? Is it just me, you know, feeling, you know, sad or stressed or is it like actually right. like, Oh no, I'm, you know, I I've changed or these, the, you know, these hormones are changing. So I know I need to make some kind of like little adjustments here so that I feel, you know, supported and fed and all that kind of stuff too. So sure. that can, that yeah. can kind of like start to factor in. You need to be mindful of all that shit moving yeah. forward. Yeah, I man. It. I can't wait to see what happens. <laughs> I know. I'm excited. I'm excited. You know, we have probably four ish, five ish months to see the whole journey. So we'll see. (laughs) I hope it turns out great. I hope I look like Jennifer Lawrence in the Hunger Games. That's my, what I'm shooting for. Katniss Everdeen. I trained her for a while, Jennifer Lawrence. Did you really? Yeah, wait, before Hunger Games. But she was really cool. She was really funny. She was like maybe 16 at the time or something. Oh my gosh. And she was like, look, I, um, I, I have to do some press for this. I don't fucking, I don't give a shit how my body looks. I don't fucking care. I don't really like exercising that much. Like I like to do, I like to hike and be physical. I'm not going to, if you tell me to starve myself, I will not do it. And so she's like, really like, and I was like, Oh my God, I love her. I know she was so cool. She was like, this is, so this is how, so I was like, okay. So we were just like real straightforward. She wanted to eat healthy. She wanted to, you know, get some results, but she was like, I'm not interested in starving myself at all. So I need to be fed. I need calories. And so we came up with like a, you know, some food stuff for her only, only worked with her for a little bit. And then she has some other trainer for the hunger games that trained all of them for it. Um, but she had like a real, like matter of fact, boss kind of practical approach. And then I remember something happened too, to where, uh, there was some kind of like payment issue when I was supposed to get paid. And, uh, I was dealing with like her manager. And then I think what happened was, is that, um, her, she took a trainer on, she got a publicist and all this kind of shit. And her parents were like, wait a minute, like what the fuck is going on? They audited everything (laughs) she was doing. And so like her manager called me and then I was like all panicked and like, I called her like, um, they were asking why, if we were allowed to do or whatever. And she was like, called me right back. And she's like, what are you, what the fuck's your problem? 
okay, stop, relax. Give me your address. And in the future, you just text me or call me, okay? And then like she sent me a check like the next day. And I was like, yes, ma'am. She's like 16. 16. Yeah, she was like, stop, stop, stop. Relax. Hold on, explain to me what's going on. No, 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 no. You talk to me, okay? And I was like, oh, oh my yes, ma'am. Okay, yeah. sure. Sorry, uh, ma'am. Yeah. <laughs> Corey, I hope I mean, you're telling these stories yeah. one day about you. Where I I'm hope like, you I are trained too. her. Uh, <laughs> cool chick, uh, super funny. I can uh, take no credit for how she looked or anything. It was just you know a couple of t- some a few little like food things, and then like a few training sessions. Except for how like in control she was. And then another funny story about her was like uh, she had just gotten her driver's license. And then, so she was driving and then like her little manager like went off and was doing something. I was like, oh, did he drive you today? And she's like, no, I got my, I'd never let that fucking idiot drive me anywhere. (laughs) I drive. (laughs) I mean, in reality, 16 year olds are the scariest though. Like they, so many of them have that level of confidence. Yeah. I can God. only hope to have the level of confidence Jennifer Lawrence did at 16. Yeah. God, was, may it be said of all of us. It was cool. Yeah. Um, That's awesome. Well, great. Okay. So we have, um, we, you have your marching orders. We're yes. still, we're fact finding now we're figuring things out. We're seeing how Corey's body responds to different kinds of stimuli. Um, yep. the future is exciting. You've got a good amount of time. <laughs> so this is cool. Well, you have to check back in and we'll see how you're doing. Um, yeah, you know, sure. at a later date, Aaron, anything this else is... you wanted to, uh, get out there say to Corey, <laughs> you've got her on the mic right now on the air. What inspiration do you <laughs> what have inspo for me do right you have? now, Aaron? What's Corey, the most to, to wh- get, to get like me, you just got to drink <laughs> wine every day and be 35 and not 37 <laughs> 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 work out every day eat pretty good, drink a little wine, have some fun, and uh, just don't get to be 37, almost 38. This should be your catchphrase on your website. <laughs> <laughs> just, that's, I know. Yeah. Just a little wine, a little workout, just stay 35. Don't age. You will be golden. Amazing. Corey, what's the most inspiring thing Aaron's ever said during a workout? Other than what you just heard. I mean, the drink wine every day was very (laughs) inspiring. Um, My favorite thing that she says is when she makes me do burpees, she'll be like, and um, and then we're going to do burpees. So sorry. I know they suck. Let's go. And she'll say it so fast and under her breath. I know. I do say that. And I am sorry. I am. I really am. And I, I... I would never ask you to do something I haven't done. And so when some, no one has told me, sorry to do burpees. So I try to at least pass that along. Wow. That's pretty thoughtful. Aaron's the best. Everybody should try and train with her. She's the best. Please no, no, please no more right now. I'm, I'm booked. (laughs) (laughs) Please God. Booked solid. Uh, Beautiful. So if you guys, oh yeah, Corey, anything you'd like to plug or promote at this moment? Yeah. You know, you're, you can see Corey on all kinds of different commercials, TV shows popping up and shit all the time. Yeah, uh, people yeah, can yeah. check out your social media. What else do you want to promote? Sure. At Corey Clifford, C-O-R-E-Y and Clifford like the big red dog. Uh, 
come <laughs> see me. Do you have a film film that you have out there right now, or is it um, festivals? Is it going festivals right now? My my film that just did festivals is out. Boss Babes. You can watch it on bossbabesfilm.com. Would love you guys to watch it about the creepy multi-level or cultish world of multi-level marketing. Oh, great! Yeah, and how Ooh. I was sucked into that for a minute, but that's oh, no. a story for another day. Um, but yeah, watch that. I'm currently in a really cool Butterfinger commercial that's out right now. <laughs> oh my God, I can't wait that. to see Keep it. Keep an eye out for that cool spot. And uh, yeah. Wow. That's, that's yeah. Nobody better lay a finger on my <laughs> that's Butterfinger. That's right. Uh, interesting how that became their, that, that got traction. Seems like. Oh a, yeah. yeah. And it still yeah. is. Like in the commercial, I'm crying over my Butterfinger being stolen because it's supposed to be like a baby. Oh. <laughs> And that's how much you're not supposed to put a finger on my butterfinger. <laughs> but this is not an ad. Are they sponsoring you, Butterfingers? They are. They are. No, I will say Butterfinger low-key delicious. You forget how oh, yeah. good they are. You're like, shit, They're so this good. is fucking good. Dude. Butterfinger blizzards? Oh, man. Oh, the best. Yeah. That was my number when I was a kid. That was mine, too. Wow, Aaron. This all makes sense. <laughs> really connected. This all makes <laughs> Slim fast <laughs> Butterfinger Blizzard. That's right. Wow. We're here. Uh, Beautiful relationship. Equal each other out. Um, so, okay. If you want to find us, you can find us at the dumbbells across all social media platforms. Aaron, you mentioned that email earlier. What's that email that we got? If people have a question they'd like to write in for us. <laughs> Ask the dumbbells at gmail.com. Dot com. So on behalf of myself and Aaron McGowan, we are the dumbbells. Oh, I was going oh, yeah, no, go to say, sorry, before you do that, um, we did get new reviews. They're, they're, they're great. Keep them coming. Maybe we'll give you guys a shout out if we think about it in the next one. Uh, but it really, uh, it, it's, you know, it's like a little, little nice note to read. So yeah, keep the, them coming. The reviews, Corey, I don't know if you know, help your iTunes algorithm. So if people review the show, we got a lot of great subscribers, which is awesome. But if people write reviews that actually like you can get on some, t- some chart lists and that's always, Ooh, uh, that's it's always exciting. Dream. So if people like the show and want to help it write a review, maybe we'll read your review on the air. Um, give you a little shout out, say your name. Um, you could do something funny or mean towards me. That's always a good time for Aaron. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we want to hear it guys. So on behalf of myself and Aaron McGowan, we are the dumbbells, our wonderful guest today. Corey Clifford, we like to remind everybody that's out there listening to train dirty, eat clean, and live in between. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>